Hey everybody, it's Aaron. Uh, what follows is a little bonus episode. It's Mike Seibert and me just giving our scorchers from the recent TFCon virtual third-party panel reveals. We got together really quickly. I gotta say it was all Mike's idea and just had a little conversation about it. So hopefully if you're into that scene, uh, give it a listen. If not, just do not listen any further. It was a great conversation. We talked uh, about all of the reveals. What is a little sad to me is what we didn't talk about. Who didn't reveal? There was an extreme lack of X-Transbots reveals. I mean, they've teased at different points in time. Quintessons, a Alita One Cup, Springer. Oh, of course, they're Galvatron. MMC was missing a few updates. We didn't hear anything about the Autobot tapes. Didn't hear anything about the Defensor that they're working on. And Fans Toys is missing a couple things also. Would have been great to hear about Chomp, their Bone Crusher, Headmaster, or Thomas, which hopefully is releasing soon. No new updates to the Fort Max. But as it is, it was a great conversation. Thank you again to Mike Seibert of Mike Seibert Radio. Let's get into it. Hello, everybody. This is Aaron from the Autopod Decepticast coming at you with a little bonus content. I am not quite here alone. There's no other official representatives of the Autopod Decepticast, but we do have our West Coast representation, our brother from another mother, Mr. Mike Seibert (laughs) of Mike Seibert Radio. How are you doing, sir? Well, I'm doing well being out here in our uh, bombed-out, apocalyptic, escape-from-New-York uh, plague state How is uh, here Zero? in uh, western Washington. But I said I'm doing all right. Uh, just uh, uh, literally packing up for the big move. So it's, uh, it's happening tomorrow. So we're, uh, we're really excited. I, uh, so you might hear some like shuffling of boxes and things like that. Cause I'm, I'm going to try to multitask cause I'm a, I'm a little bit behind on some of my packing. I just packed up, uh, my display case full of alternators. So I, I feel like it's official now when I'm getting my transformers ready to move. It is a fun time to pack those up and, and you, it kind of lets you re-engage with them in a way that, you know, they're kind of a background piece for a little while and yep. and uh, you can fiddle with them. I, I tend to transform them if I'm preparing them for a move because I find them to be sturdier in car mode. But, well, that's awesome, man. Good luck yeah. on, on getting that done and good luck navigating the, the mean streets of Seattle right now. Yeah, I mean it, it's just roving gangs and and you know packs of uh, of uh, road warrior esque plague people just gathering up toilet paper. Though not for nothing, not not to make things like super duper real, but I heard on the news today that New York has actually eclipsed Washington State by like double the amount of uh, cases of COVID nineteen coronavirus. So it's like you know th- those that that east west rivalry continues to where <laughs> new york is like seattle nah nah we got this you know quit quit trying to take our spotlight because you know during like this whole you know uh, unfortunate catastrophe there's been a lot of attention on our tiny little state and kind of like you know there was a time where we were kind of the forerunners of 
uh, dealing with it. Like, you know, in terms of like, you know, I, I think like our, our governor was the first one to coin the term social distancing, mm-hmm. you know, that, that kind of thing. And, um, so stop trying and to I take like your OG that, status is basically exactly. And, and then, and then of course the, those New Yorkers are like, yeah, no, no, we're, <laughs> we're king shit here, but, uh, this is way too much, uh, real politics for, a, for, a, a toy discussion. I apologize I, yeah. for yanking us off the riddles. Right well, and I, I don't even know if I said off the top, what we are assembled for is to talk fresh about the, uh, TFCon third party panel. There was a broadcast at, uh, 3 PM central time here Sunday and, we just wanted to get some hot takes, put them on, put them on wax here, and put them out in the public. Uh, Mike, you were listening, in, I believe, in your car. Perhaps I was listening while while taping up my bathroom, preparing finally for a coat of paint. I've done enough priming; it's time to make these walls have color. And I, we probably it was a quick presentation. Typically, it's an hour at the convention. They managed to get through it in about a half hour. So this this should be quick. Yeah. Well, and and. To that, one thing is that it was um, it was edited, you know, so right. it was more like a video than a live stream. You know, TFCon had kind of promoted, you know, kind of in the wake of TFCon Orlando being canceled that, you know, they were still going to proceed with the third party panel and do it as a live stream, which I think is really cool. Um, that That's a really fun idea to kind of still uh, capture that convention feeling because you know whether there's a con or not there's still news that kind of comes out of uh third party camp Mm -hmm. and so i like that they kind of did it this way i i wish they would have um advertised themselves a little better like you know if 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 you're going to make something um appointment viewing then make an appointment for it it's like it kind of it kind of um uh kind of got my hackles up a little bit when it's like well hey watch our thing sometime <laughs> gonna be on in 10 minutes yeah it, it, well it, and that's what a... was you know you you and i were texting about it and it's like oh wait a sec that's 10 minutes from now right yeah. um okay <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Uh, but well, yeah my I, only feedback to that would be the same but just put a hard line in the sand on what time you're gonna do it um as it was the the yeah. chat room was full of podcasters <laughs> whenever <laughs> uh, whenever it did finally go off all those people who are super super serious about getting the hottest juice on this third party action right for those who might be listening that aren't familiar with the third party panel, what it is at the TF Cons, it is an hour set aside to do big reveals from the unlicensed third party companies that are engaged in this in this toy game. A lot of masterpiece, a lot of what they call legend size, a lot of even things that could fit in with the mainline Transformers, but are still representations of characters that we haven't seen. And it's a big reveal. It's a big deal every year. Um, it, it, it's one of the high highlights for me of the handful of cons that I've been to as a toy collector. Let's just kick things off right from the start. I've got it open in front of me here, Mike, so you might speak from recollection, and I'll try and power through it here. First thing, have you ever thought about getting into the Legends game? You know what? I uh, when I was at the last TF Con uh, that I went to at TF Con Toronto, this it was kind of like the beginning of the big Legends boom. Like there was a lot of Iron Factory. I think like uh, Magic Square was just getting into it. I I saw the Magic Square um, Legend Scale Optimus Prime um, at Sidefest Northwest. Um, 
it's a really cool scale, but I'm afraid that like, if I get into it, I'm just going to fall face first. And next thing I know that's oops, there goes my money. Um, so I haven't yet, but it is an intriguing scale because, you know, for a lot of us, uh, shelf space is a concern and legend scale is really kind of a good way to thread that needle for folks that might be bashful about uh, masterpiece scale. Um, and, you know, quite frankly, like usually like a half to um, a third of the price point also, but with that masterpiece scale engineering that we've uh, come to expect. So yeah, they do, they've I, been I'm, doing a I'm great a... job. I, Iron Factory, as you mentioned, they do a lot more of the IDW-inspired designs, and then you've got uh, Magic Square and New Age, who are really kind of homaging the G1 cartoon stuff, and both companies are doing a great job. You're getting ready to talk about kind of masterpiece-ish. I mean, they really do look like they leap off the screen. They're tiny little guys, fun transformations. I say 80% of the show accuracy at 30% of the price of a masterpiece is kind of what you're getting here. Yeah, I, I'm inclined to agree. I'm I'm a few I'm a huge fan of it, but I haven't participated yet. And I guess I, I you know for for the sake of um, I I don't know journalistic integrity or full disclosure. I mean I I don't own any third party figures. I'm not necessarily a third party shopper, uh, but like everyone else, I got opinions and observations. So that's just to let folks know where I'm at from uh, from jump. Well, this new age sound wave looks great. It also comes with tapes. The engineering on these tapes look amazing. And I assume that these tapes, if it's anything, I've got another master uh, or a legend scale sound wave. And these tapes are maybe an inch in width or less. And they've managed to put a lot of articulation into it. It, lo it looks great. Um, uh, maybe I, I'll get this for you for your birthday so you can dip your toes into uh, <laughs> this Legends game. Get you, get, get, you know, the first taste is free, but after that, you're hooked. <laughs> you're going to start shelling out the bucks for this crack. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I mean, like two years ago, I got like a screaming deal on like a half dozen alternators. And um, now I have like all but three of them. So I, I've really kind of like jumped face first into that. And again, like I said before, I'm, I'm afraid that like once I get that taste, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's just going to become my new obsession. But yeah, no, that, that figure looks dope. Uh, the, I mean, there's so much uh, engineering and articulation at that scale. And, and like you said, Aaron, like those tapes, yeah. that's, uh, that's pretty cool. I'm going to cruise through the things that I care less about. Z uh, there's Zeta Toys, which is a, actually a great company. I've got the the Zeta uh, Superion and Bruticus. They've been doing a lot of Bumblebee movie figures. There's a, an, a yeah. Bumblebee that just came out recently that looks very good in TFCon. They revealed a Blitzwing. They reveal and and it looks awesome. It looks every bit as good as the as the Bumblebee. I, Lemon Tree. I don't think they've got had any formal releases yet, but I've been paying attention to them. First of all, they're putting out a uh, Bumblebee style Optimus Prime that looks. Uh, very good, although I'm not necessarily collecting anything from a movie line. They're also doing a... I, I'm assuming that this is an, a Star Scream. They're calling it Star Cream, so there was a lot of humor <laughs> on the message boards for that one. But the thing I've got my eye on that I really want it from Lemon Tree is called the Purple Potato. Uh, do you remember what this was? No, I might have missed that. 
it was there it was it's a shock wave but it transforms into uh, an excellent representation of the um decepticon spaceship from the movie the one that unicron bequeaths galvatron and the sweeps and cyclonus so it's a shock wave that turns into that jet correct the revenge and it's painted really well yeah. it, it, it looks really cool i would probably keep it in that jet mode um they've also got a couple uh, they've got a sound wave it looks like it's coming out an Ironhide. they all look really great i'm not in on them but they are great looking designs yeah i i would almost buy that just to get the ship yeah exactly yeah, I, I i like that that's that's the one i have my eye on the movie designs i'll probably skip out it also looks like they're doing a a movie shockwave as well. Uh, hang on, I'm skipping ahead. Banana <laughs> Force. <laughs> Banana Force is another company that's doing non-transformable figures that looks really good. I think they're Armada or Car Robot inspired. I'm skipping past that, but the sculpting does look great. I've seen some reviews on the one figure they have out, and it's gorgeous. They're doing a mm-hmm. die atlas that looks really nice. Um, yeah. How do you feel about non-transforming Transformers, Mike? You know what? I'm cool with them. Like, I, I think, like, uh, some of the uh, Flame Toys uh, model kits look really neat. Uh, a little stylized for my taste. But, like, um, some of the ITW ones, like, they, they've got a pretty killer Megatron. Uh, the Rodimus that they have coming out looks like a Jack Warren illustration brought to life. I might have to get that. Um so I, I'm okay with that. In fact, I would almost like to see, uh, kind of veering way off topic, I would almost like to see from, like, Marvel Legends, like, six-inch scale with that posability untransformable. Because, yeah, like, when I when I, I, I think I want a figure I can put on my desk and just pose without necessarily dinking around with uh, maybe a convoluted transformation scheme. Right. Uh, that that's it's basically kind of a hybrid of what has been coming out is what are they are they four or six inch scale but they've only got five points of articulation <laughs> or something like that but oh they still yeah yeah the the uh uh super seven yeah. reaction figures yeah yeah and and those are cool there's a um they're doing a devastator that's uh that's upscaled from the other ones mm-hmm. that i think i'm gonna have to get yeah, yeah. The the I love the the visual on all of those, but twenty dollars a pop is a is a, and I'm sure the Devastator will be even more expensive. Is it yeah, that's spicy meat. It's a little too much. Uh, to cruise back in this transform element, which was famous, they came out with a uh, version of Optimus Prime that a lot of people really liked—a cartoon accurate Optimus Prime. Uh, they were f- battling Magic Square and Takara over the the yep. Prime space. They've got a movie Bumblebee coming out that looks uh, great. That I think we've been yeah, teased on them good. doing a masterpiece Mirage as well. It did not show up in the panel here, but I think they've got a really good looking Mirage coming up. They also they do Legends scale items as well they've released a beast wars uh, i want to say a rat trap and a black arachnia i'm not too up on beast wars but there's a scorpion character do you know who that is uh no idea beast wars scorpion legend sized king toys which a lot of people believe used to be part of toy world i'm not exactly sure what the hot goss on that but they've been working on this Predaking. i'm not in yeah. for it but the design looks great there's they showed off a swoop at tfcon really well designed figure i just uh, doesn't scratch the itch well and and like the dude said uh during the presentation it's like you know it's it's got an impressive wingspan 
And I don't know if folks kind of have room on the shelf uh, for something like that. But it's cool looking. But yeah, I, I'm with you, Aaron. That uh, not my jam. Are you familiar with these Gigasaur line of Dinobots? Um, I wasn't before today, you know, okay. before seeing the uh, figure we're going to talk about next. They've been out, they've been putting out figures for about, it feels like eight years. It feels like almost a decade. They ha- All of their Dinobots have been released. Um, you could get them on eBay if you don't have them. They were competitive to the Fans Toys Dinobots, which I have. I, I like the oh. Fans Toys aesthetic a little bit more, but these, I mean, undeniably look great. And they they basically have some repainted, more kind of, uh, uh, dusted up, just got out of battle versions. They look beautiful. Yeah, I like the paint wash with that uh, with that fake rust. It, it's really it's a really neat finish to it. Yeah, fans hobby was I I, call it, I love I love their stuff I'm not in on a lot of what they're putting out right now I've got their power baser I bought their uh, what were they called their, like the beast cons I think they were spark obots or something like that in the original line um so i've got a good handful of their stuff they're doing these headmaster juniors which look great i'm probably not Mm going to pick them up uh but any thoughts on that um uh, let's see that they're the ones that they they have one of the headmasters who i didn't remember who it was but it looks like they're doing um a minerva figure that looks pretty cool yeah i think that Um, one's coming out soon Uh, that's the one called athena MB20 oh, that's Athena. right. That's right. Um, no spot for it in my collection, but it but it does look cool. Uh, the one thing that I I chuckled when you mentioned the name uh, Fans Hobby, and I chuckled because like they they have an upgrade kit for uh, Double Evil, their yeah. uh, their uh, version of Overlord, Overlord. Mm-hmm. and it's funny though that they're making upgrade kits for their own stuff. Yeah. That, that strike that strikes me as kind of weird. Is that is that the equivalent of like DLC? You know, you, you gotta buy the DLC for your game. That's funny. It really is. They aren't the first to do it, and they aren't the first to do that with an Overlord figure. I have the MMC Overlord. I didn't buy the quote unquote upgrade kit, but it doesn't. It came the upgrade that was offered for the MMC Overlord, uh, which is IDW stylized, came with a more G1 conventional cartoon head as well as a couple little guys that you could transfer form and you could jam in his chest um this fans hobby one was more cartoon accurate from the jump it's actually a great looking figure and i kind of wish i had it it's huge i don't know exactly what these upgrades are a couple of chest pieces and guns i don't know what they serve there's also some faces and i was hoping they would come out with an idw inspired face to put on this thing in which case that might be enough to put me over the edge and buy it but they didn't it's a lot of of really goofy smirks so i'm out but it it still looks yeah But, but, I mean, if you don't have a Nick Roche uh, DSL face, you know, dem lips, then mm-hmm. that's a deal breaker. That's, right. that's why I've got that uh, MMC one. It's it's uh, it's all the voluptuous kissiness going on on that one. Quickly moving through Fans Hobby, they're putting out some Armada stuff that looks really good. I actually have the original uh, Optimus Prime uh, Armada figure that they are homaging in their Masterpiece version that's coming out. Is it Armada or Car Robots? Hang on, I'm, maybe I'm confusing myself. It's, it's Armada. It is Armada. Okay, gotcha. But it's big, it's beefy, it looks great, it combines. It's uh, pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Were you ever in on that uh, Armada? The, the, nope. What they call it? The, the Energon hard, hard Trinity? Hard pass from jump. Yeah. Hard pass from jump. It was too silly. I think 
the the zaniness of Armada and the Unicron trilogy stuff kind of put me off from going into other uh, Transformers uh, iterations later. Yeah. Like I passed on animated, I passed on prime. And now with like some of the friends that we've made in the, uh, in the community, it's like, Oh, I, I missed some actually pretty good stuff. That's kind of worth going back for. Uh, but nobody tries to hard sell me on, uh, on Armada or Unicron trilogy, but they're like, don't sleep on animated. Don't sleep on prime. That's good right. stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, it had the info. It looked really cool, though. It looked dynamic. I would flip past it on the television, and maybe it, I would hang on for about a minute just based on the visuals. But the audio and the characters were just too silly to to hold my yeah. attention. I mean, I was I was damn near thirty at the time, so um, right, it, it was what it was. Well, we're rounding the corner. We're about seventy percent through this thing. Everybody looks forward to the, the fans' toys reveals, and, fans uh, and toys. <laughs> yeah, I got to say there wasn't a whole lot that was super new in this panel presentation in general. And we had seen uh, the acoustic wave before. I know you got some hot takes on that, although there were some new aspects to the acoustic wave that hadn't been revealed before. In that yeah. they have kind of toy molding as well as animation molding. What are your thoughts on this bad boy? Well, when I first saw it, um, well, apparently th this this uh, um, Fans Toys O2 acoustic wave goes all the way back to prior to uh, Masterpiece Masterpiece Soundwave uh, MP13, uh, right. long before I was even in the fandom. So I I didn't know about any of it. So, but apparently it was originally canceled because of the official Masterpiece version sat on the shelf for a number of years and they've since gone back to it and are trying to, you know, kind of, kind of refresh it and make it competitive in a new way. And I saw, I want to say it was maybe coming out of TFCon DC where um, I had seen some new slides of acoustic wave and you and I were texting. And I was like, you know what? Too many panel lines. I, mm -hmm. I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, now, where they're revealing that you, that there's some uh, bits that you can change out to make it either toy accurate or cartoon accurate, I really like that. And I think that if Fans Toy sticks with that in terms of like trying to, um, uh, I, I don't know, like because uh, recently they've been double dipping, right? Mm -hmm. So like they put out like uh, their Cyclonus, uh, mm -hmm. Quietus. They put them out in kind of like toy colors, and then later they did another version in uh, cartoon colors which, to kind of get that double Which barely dip. different by my person. I had not never seen the two in hand at the same time, but by every photo I saw, the difference looked so negligible. But anyway, go ahead. Sure, but and but if you give me something to where it's it can be both cartoon accurate and toy accurate. I might have to give that a consideration. Now, I would, I think for me to make that move, because again, I don't own any of this stuff, but I stand Soundwave. Um, so I, uh, if, if I saw it in my hand, I don't know if I'd be able to uh, leave it. I, I, I'd probably have to pick it up because it looks cool, but yeah. with kind of like the, the um, you know, gray and white scale prototype i can't quite visualize it yeah uh but the but those tapes look awesome um the poses look awesome with those tapes but for but for me the question will always be does fans toys Soundwave b 
beat Masterpiece Soundwave. Uh, because that, that is a pretty cool figure. Because unfortunately with Soundwave, the problem is he turns into a rectangle. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not a whole lot of complication to it. And the design is kind of, you know, pretty sleek and very basic. So um, I, I guess it would be the race to be which is the most sleek and most basic, I guess. And, and I think it depends on what you want as well. The sound, the original Masterpiece Soundwave is a great figure. It's sculpted really well. But if you're looking for that tune accuracy, it's hard to deny that at least the lines and the sveltness of the fans' toys one look like they deliver that, particularly in the legs uh, and in yeah. the, the chest and as it goes into the abdomen. Uh, but yet it still turns into that very accurate-looking tape deck. So, there's going to be a place for both in my world. I'm a little sad about the tapes. Of course, they had to make the tapes, and the tapes look great at that scale. But I've also collected all the MMC tapes, which are more <laughs> in scale with what you want in robot mode. Uh, so it'll be a little redundant. They look great, and they look fun. They certainly look better than the original Masterpiece tapes. Yes, that's true. I'll, I'll, I'll concede that. Now, and I also, I, I don't really know what the size difference is. Like... Do you think Acoustic Wave will stand taller than MP13? I think it'll be the same. Okay. And I assume these tapes will be about the same as the as the masterpiece as well. Gotcha. It's a ways off. It's not happening anytime soon. Any other thoughts on Soundwave? Uh, no. I mean, like I said, and this is repeating myself, but like I, for for me to make that move. One, I guess I need to see the price point, and two, I, I really need to see it in hand yeah. uh, for me to make that make that decision. Because, like for me, that that would be a huge jump. The problem um, is, it's fans' know- toys. Uh, unless you just order it and get it, I don't know how much of an opportunity you'll get to see it in hand. I don't expect to see it hanging around in large volume quantities at a con or anything like that. I imagine it's going to fly. Gotcha. Uh, that's true. That that's a fair point. You know, especially with it being a uh, fan favorite character, fan favorite and, character, and fan favorite third party company. Exactly. Exactly. Well, they put out some other characters that people are getting excited about. We'd seen some previews in some uh, goofy pictures they'd put out prior to the panel, but they're redoing their Tesla. There's a Tesla 2.0, which is their version of Perceptor. It looks fantastic. I have the 1.0 version and it's, it's, it's filled the spot. I didn't know that I needed another one until I saw this one. And the thing that this one has over the old one, the sculpt in general is more tune as, as they say, but the face is the, big improvement the old face this the early days of fans toys was not renowned for its faces but it's since gotten really good this looks super yeah he he does look cool and he does look cool with the other 86 movie bots also um like i mean that that's another thing if like i ended up with one of those like say like a fans toys rouge or maybe a hoodlum or somebody like that you'd be i yeah, it would be hard for me to not want to build that set because they do look super cool together. 
There's a tank mode. Fans Toys did something interesting. I don't know whether this is supposed to be a tease, but they one of the pictures they posted was kind of a morose-looking homage to the death scene in Transformers the movie, standing over an Optimus Prime. And they, for whatever reason, uh, kind of masked out the face. You can see the body. It's blurry of Optimus Prime. Yeah. It's, taken, it's an animation cell. It's taken from the movie that they photoshopped over the top of Tesla. But then they grayed out the Optimus Prime's face and put a question mark over it. I don't know if that is to uh, connote that maybe they're going to get the Optimus Prime game. Don't know. Yeah, honestly, being a novice, that's how I took it. Because like I've seen a lot of these panel slides with silhouettes and question marks and things like that. So uh, you ask me, I, I think that is a subtle tease to perhaps a uh, fans toys Optimus. And, you know, at a time where you mentioned the Prime Wars earlier, where, you know, you've got uh, MP44 at, at that prohibitive price point, you've got Magic, Magic Square and uh, Transform Element, both of which, you know, continue to be on kind of the same trajectory as MP10 in terms of like repaints and reuse and things like that. Um, I, I could see um, a fan's toys Optimus kind of standing in that same space with, uh, with all of those other figures and just blowing them the hell, hell away. Yeah, I know. Now I'm just sitting here like I need another $300 Optimus. Interesting to note, I believe FT01, the very first fan's toys offering, was a trailer for either MP10 or MP01. I can't quite remember, but the very first thing Fansway ever made was a, the trailer to, to fit an app Masterpiece Optimus Prime. Well, you know, and something that I've learned kind of going backwards in my, in my time in the fandom is that that's really kind of the dawn of third party. Is like it was upgrade kits and accessories and things to augment official product. And then mm-hmm. after a while, it's like, wait a sec, why don't we just start making our own figures? Right. And then later on, it's like, well, hey, now let's start making our own figures to compete. So that I, I don't want to get into third-party legislation here specifically, but it, but it is an interesting history when you look at it that far back. Yeah, they're, they're, that's another episode, Mike. Maybe we'll get our buddy Anthony on that also. That'll we'll, be we'll fun. Have, uh, we'll have Aaron V. Ant. Uh, you know, 3P versus official uh, to the death or something. But, you know, I was looking forward to connecting with him in Orlando, uh, but uh, yep. alas, another time. Rounding out the fans' toys offerings, they've got a Huffer, which looks great. I have the Bad Cube version of Huffer, which is a fine figure standing in, but I'm sure yeah. as my, my tendency has been that as the new figures come out, generally by fans' toys to swap them out. I swapped out my unique toys blur with the fans toys blur. I swapped out yeah. my, my Takara hot rod with the fans toys hot rod. I still have the, the hot rod, but he's just relegated to a different shelf. Uh, that's just, God, they, I mean, fans toys comes out with great looking figures when their brawn comes out and when they're, Oh, who's the tank guy? Blue. Blah, yeah. He doesn't say <laughs> warpath. I just made up a thing. He doesn't Wait, say Greg is spinning in his that. grave somewhere. Blam. There. That's better. Whew. Uh, there you go. <laughs> 
<laughs> I do like the idea of Warpath saying, Booyah! Anyway, I'll probably be flipping those out when the Fans Toys version comes out, as well as the Beachcomber. I've got the X-Transbots Beachcomber, and when Fans yeah. Toys comes with that. But all of those were re-revealed. The Huffer looks great. It's got some great accessories coming along with it, but we did get additional images. But Huffer had been teased before. One that I hadn't seen that I believe is new, brand new, to uh, as a reveal is the Fans Toys Jazz, FT48 Jazz. Yeah, it looks fantastic. I have the the uh, the I believe it's the Toy World one. No, it's not the Toy World. It's the um, Make Toys. Make Toys. Make Toys version of Jazz. You know, I'll know probably do a swap a Rooney with this one because you're you're in you're inundated. You're in the culture now, man. Yeah. Thoughts on um, this Jazz? Yeah, so I feel he, like you had some things to say about it. He um he looks great. Um, has the clean lines that you expect from Fans Toys. Uh, but with one notable exception, uh, no door wings. And for me, that's a deal breaker. I, 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 my, my favorite aesthetic of any of that line of Transformers, and I guess Transformers in general, is the car bits. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I love the Datsun mold. I love the Porsche mold. You know, th- those, those are probably, aside from ones that turn into tape decks, probably my favorite transformers aesthetically so for me um a tune accurate jazz with no door wings no thank you my guess is and tell me if you heard something different maybe i just missed it did ryan the host of the panel mention that the door wings are not potentially optional or uh, it doesn't show it in the pictures but uh my thought is, is they probably have those door wings tucked in in his back and optionally you could flip them out oh did did he say anything about that Uh, not that i noticed but that could have been just something that that just uh i just didn't notice while while i happened to be packing clothes gotcha well everything looks like it's in it not even prototype phase yet it all looked like renders yeah there's opportunity for that feedback if possible for me it looks good i don't care about the door wings and then they revealed they've got a mirage shots they had of it were also renders, but even more blurry, which I think was intentional. I don't think they're as far along with that one. I'm definitely excited for Mirage. I have uh, the MMC Mirage, which I believe is the best version of that figure from a masterpiece, but it doesn't quite scratch the itch, both this Fans Toys one and the, uh, who did I say? The, the, Oh, uh, Transform Element. Transform Element. Correct. Yes. The Transform Element Mirage looks like it'd be great. And the Fans Toys one looks good as well and so that was it on the fans toys reveals i think people were expecting a little bit more of the combiner action and some of the the stunticons and aerial bots but nothing uh nothing else from fans toys no revisit of their fort max Uh, exactly that that was that was the one i was waiting for i was going to see if they were going to show any more of uh fort max so i mean because yeah we've got an early early render of it but I don't know, man. I mean, it's like if we're getting into masterpiece scale city bots, that's that's going to be something. I'm wondering how much of that was a goof just to get the audience talking about like, fans toys and, and basically be king shits of fuck mountain. <laughs> but we'll yeah, see. Exactly. Time will tell. I, I mean, they put some work into it, obviously, from a render's perspective. So I guess yeah. it's hard to believe that it's just a goof but uh who yeah. knows i i love that third-party transformers company is just basically the wwe 
<laughs> yeah. It's just like, you know, who, who could promo harder? Yeah. Speaking of MMC, they showed off some of their Deathsaurus prototypes, which are looking great. I was in for that early on, but I ended up getting the Planet X one, and I'm just happy enough with that one. I don't think I need to yeah. get in on the MMC one. They also sure. have their Brainstorm, which we had seen before, and actually prototype molds of it were shown at the last TFCon in DC. And However, they did reveal his little partner. Yeah, no, we're obviously talking about MMC Chrome Dome, mm-hmm. which I think would be pretty cool. Did I say Brainstorm? I meant Chrome Dome if I said Brainstorm. Yeah, you, you, yeah. Thanks for correcting um, me. Well, it, he did say the name and uh, the the name for MMC Chrome Dome is uh, uh, Nemo, yes. or Memo, depending upon uh, your pronunciation on how you pronounce Nemo surgeon. Mm-hmm. I pronounce it Nemo, like like the fish. But I think that's maybe how that's I was doing not it. Correct. The rewind character doesn't look that great in comparison to so much of the other things that I've seen from. MMC, but I'm glad they're yeah. doing it. I'm glad they're coming together. And it will come with a hand swap out so they can be holding hand. That hand swap out was available at the last TFCon. They had shown that off at the MMC desk, the booth that was there. Oh, that's cool. And, and again, you know, if you're if you're going to have Chrome Dome and Rewind and they can't hold hands, that, that's, that's deal breaker territory for a lot of our friends. The alt mode doesn't look that exciting to me on, on that bad boy, but the robot mode looks good enough. I can see myself picking it up. Well, it, it looks consistent with a lot of other uh, MMC offerings. It, it looks a lot like their Mirage, you know, MMC Sphinx. So, you know, with, with like kind of like the more spindly uh, proportions and, it's fine. I, I'm not going to cross the street for it, though. <laughs> it's it's a little silly. I don't. I, it looks like arms and legs just folded up and down, and you, yeah. they called it a day. Just repaints that they put out there. There's a tune accurate repaint of their Je- Ravage, which looks great. I've got the other one. I'm not going to flip out for for this one, but it does look really cool. They also have another repaint of their Ravage that was the TFCon exclusive. I have no connection to that character. Don't know much about it, but looks cool enough. We revisited yeah. their Bruticus, which <laughs> I gotta say, I'm I'm in for it. I'm buying their Bruticus. It'll be my third masterpiece Bruticus along with the unique toys and the fucking Zeta. I only started buying it because I want, I bought the unique toys, which I was going to keep in robot mode. I've got the Zeta mode in, in Gestalt. Uh And I was, I wasn't going to buy any to keep in vehicle mode or anything, but I just was never satisfied with the unique toys version of vortex and blast off. So I was just going to replace them out. But, I, and then all of a sudden, I decided I didn't like the Unique Toys Onslaught. Is he the main guy? Uh, yeah, okay. I, I don't know what his fake name is. Though. Right. I've just decided I'm buying all these, and I'm going to sell off Unique Toys. So if anybody wants Unique Toys, they're on the market. I'll get them for you real cheap. Nice. Uh, they've showed off their RC, kind of the prototype colors. I really dig those prototype colors. Not going to buy it, but I love the, the colors and the face, the new faces they put out. Uh, a lot of people don't, but I, I think they're pretty sweet. I, I like that they've gotten so much mileage out of that mold because it's a solid mold. Like I, I, uh, uh, at TFCon Chicago last year, uh, they had, um, uh, Stealth Azalea, the, mm-hmm. the black one, yeah. um, out on the table for folks to just fiddle with. And it's 
it's pretty neat. Um, like, you know, she's got a lot of die cast, uh, like in her legs and ankles and stuff. So it's, uh, for a small and seemingly delicate figure, it's got a lot of heft to it. It's, it's a really neat toy. I've considered swapping out. I've got the fans toys version of RC. I've considered swapping out for this MMC one. I think I like the sculpt better. I definitely like the face sculpt better. I've never transformed the fans toys RC and I never will based on all of the reports of how yeah. shitty an experience that is. And from what I understand, yeah, that, of the that, MMC, that thing you can will shatter it. in your hands. <laughs> so so what, yeah. what I would recommend is you keep, you keep fans toys Rouge for the tune accuracy and robot mode. And then if you want, like, an alternate, you know, again, like like uh, uh, stealth mode, like from the comics, mm-hmm. or one of the others, that, that, w- that would give you an opportunity to dip into the MMC. Yeah. See, I'm enabling you. Thanks. Thanks for that. And then, of course, this is on the heels of all of the official Takara Masterpiece RC coming out as well. So am I going to end up with as many RCs as I have uh, other figures, unfortunately? Yeah, like a pervert. <laughs> pervert, you're a pervert. You know I'm getting all them upgrades, taking them down <laughs> to the basement. <laughs> okay, we're not doing that right. So that brings That's us good. to the end of the presentation. They, yes. <laughs> they put this slide on with a lot of question marks. They stated they weren't going to say the name of the company or the company who uh, used to be responsible for the design that they were preparing to reveal. I think everybody at that point knew they were going to be talking about that Unicron that... I'll, you know what? I'm a, I'm a risk taker. I'm going to go ahead and say it. It was Zeta Toys. And uh, and then I can't remember what the new company name that it's kind of under. It's called like, what, Core Star or something like that? Uh, or maybe that's the toy name. No, no. Core Star was the name of the Zeta Unicron. This is not that figure. This is a different figure right. from a different company. I don't understand no, the politics it, I think here. it's like... like um, studio zero one or something and they're calling it cell yes uh because it's not a planet don't understand at all. The it's, a, it's a virus cell. Don't understand why Zeta can't just release it as Zeta and why we had to go to all of this trouble to come up with another third party. I have a theory uh, that, uh, I'll call it a I'm hypothesis, that it's untested, that they were never approached by Hasbro at all, that Hasbro never told them to cool it down. I think they just weren't ready for launch, and they just created drama for PR to keep people talking about it. See, you scoff at me when I say it's the WWE. I mean, I mean, look at <laughs> really that. Is. Now, I mean, I don't disagree with you. I, I think, I think it is high theater, and it was one of those things where I was watching the presentation. I'm like, okay, I get it. It's fine. Let's see it. But then they revealed it, and I'm like, oh, you know what? You, uh, you had my curiosity. Now you have my attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks great. I I love it. It was a nice big reveal to to end the the panel with. And I mean, it's nothing that we hadn't seen before per se. Uh, It's just been about a year probably since we last saw it or since the probably, I guess, March, whenever the Hasbro lab and the alleged takedown took place. So it's been a while. We started seeing some goofy headless previews. Uh, Mm -hmm. again it is a part of the theater but in this it was full on showing all the head all of the bits all of the accessories in fact it sounded like Ryan and and his wife Stacy who uh, came on at this point and added a little extra (laughs) vaudeville to the panel it sounded like they had the prototype I'll allow it (laughs) they they were 
messing with the prototype and had the opportunity to photograph it, do lots of different poses. It's an impressive looking figure and I have my pre-order down. Luckily, I put my pre-order in it about a week ago. Oh, so you are getting it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it looks too good. I mean, I, I don't know what that means in the context of I'm also getting the HasLab Unicron. I'm just going to have to wait and see. I don't know. Maybe I'll put that HasLab out in the market. Maybe I'll have one in planet mode, one in robot mode. This robot, Both yeah. of these modes on this thing just look amazing. I, I agree with you, I, and I like the slick tune accuracy of the robot mode. It looks a little cleaner than the uh, the Haslab a version. Little. <laughs> but I I don't I don't know if I mean there, there's something about the planet mode that's still off for me. And I stared at some figures, and I think I figured it out. It's the it's the mouth. It's it's that that. Um, uh, it's not a uh, uh, sphincter esque enough. I, I need it more curved, I guess, because like see what the, you're the 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 uh, the mouth just kind of has these triangular pizza um, slices. Yeah, and they just kind of open and close, and it and it doesn't it doesn't look right. Whereas the official one has that curve to it, like it's like the uh, you know like that the chocolate orange type of thing. You know, it looks like those kind of wedges. <laughs> it looks a little more puckered, where, if you will. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I, I I need it to look like a chocolate orange butthole uh, rather than like a bunch of Dorito chips just put in a circle. Other than that, I, I could see how that would improve the design, but uh, it looks pretty sweet. And to me, even maybe a little sweeter than the HasLab design. It's just not as waffly, for lack of a better word. Um, yeah, you know, and he doesn't have the backpack. He doesn't have the turtle shells on the back of his legs. You know, all the stuff that, that we've all bitched about with HasLab Unicron. Um, but I, I guess the, the, the question then becomes one of scale. Yeah. Because like so like this thing the not Zeta toys not Core Star um, is going to be like 19 inches looks a little thin whereas I think with the Haslab version it's it's beefy you you could kill a man with one of those and it's supposed to be what uh, was it 24 inches 27 I don't remember I can't recall uh, so so I mean there, there's a sizable height difference and. This thing, it mm -hmm. so at 19 inches, it's it's shorter and it's three inches shorter than Fortress Maximus. Yeah. So it's, I mean, now one of the things that prevented me from jumping in on the official one uh, was the size. You know, I I could I could probably gather enough nickels together to afford it if I truly wanted to, but the size was like you know, where am I going to put the damn thing? Yeah. Whereas, I mean, like, for example, I have a G1 Fort Max and I know how much room he takes. <laughs> so, you know, I, I have to be really cautious on, you know, getting something like super big like that. Um, so that, so that's what kept me away from the official. Now this kind of, um, addresses that a bit, but depending upon what the price point is, I don't know if that's enough for me to pull the trigger on it. I, I don't know if I need a Unicron in my life, honestly. I think it's around 250 by the way. Uh, see, that's that's not terrible for the scale. 
You know, I'm not a size queen uh, when it comes to my Unicrons. I like them at, at either scale. Uh, I'm just gonna have to. I'm gonna have to see them together and make the decision on what I want to do with these things. While you were talking, I did pull up images of the Haslab, and there is a lot to like about that. And these painted prototypes yeah. of it do look pretty good. I like the animation accuracy of the Zeta or whatever company is is putting this out. I think. I think there's a lot of features to the HasLab one that are going to be great as well. I wish it wasn't as waffly, particularly those wings. I wish those those Pringle legs, but maybe they take they're going to take some feedback and figure out how to get rid of the shell and get rid of those wings. If nothing else, make it a parts former. But yeah. uh, there's a lot to like about it, and I don't want to discount it. But uh, for now, this Zeta one looks uh, pretty spicy. I'm, I'm into it. So keeping with that WWE narrative. Do you think then that there's something to it if Hasbro did um, did do an injunction type thing? Because you seem awfully tempted by this. You were awfully tempted by the official um, as well. If folks were given that choice, I don't think anybody would have backed the official at, at that price point. Great. One guy talking. Yeah, great question. I, you know, I don't know. There's a, enough hasbro diehard purists out there that i think i i don't know it's tough to say because it felt I, like it I barely don't... made it it felt like it barely made it it felt like they had they had to extend it by a month anyway um yeah. I, I mean i think history wrote the book on that I, you're right maybe it would not have made it um if, if core star here or whatever it's being called would have been available yeah, yeah. but um you know i'm glad everybody gets to have both now and frankly, I was pro I probably was in for both. I remember when they started doing the reveals around February, March of last year. Uh, I was excited for both and could see a world where, you know, one's in robot mode, one's in planet mode. I also got to figure out what I got to do with this movie, movie sculpted <laughs> Armada version <laughs> that I have here now as well. But yeah, I don't know. But I I'm glad that we have both options out on the table. That's fair. And, you know, for fans of the character, you know, like we, we were talking so much about Soundwave earlier. And, you know, I think it would be kind of cool to have a few different representations of the same character. You know, maybe there's I mean, some people are super into Unicron and maybe that that this is their shit. Yeah. So. As I'm looking at there's a there both of them now side by side. I mean, there are a few things that I do like a lot about the Hasbro one that this one doesn't deliver on. I don't necessarily like how symmetrical some of the detailing is on the, the Zeta toy version on the Hasbro yeah. version. They kind of, where they put the big sort of pockmarked circles, it's more irregular, which I think is more tune accurate. And I just think looks neater. And some of the greeblies that I think make some of the mainline toys look cheap actually benefit a toy as big as Unicron and make give it more of that sort of Death Star feel. So yeah. see it in hand, make a call. Yep, I agree, I agree. Well, I've heard you ruffling around with boxes. I heard some tape a couple of times. I hope you managed to actually get some work done. We've managed to make this conversation longer than the panel. Anything you'd want to close out on uh, before we get out of here? Uh, no, this is, uh, this is, well, 
you know when you're talking to Mike Cyber, you know you're going to get double the length. <laughs> Look at any episode of APDC that I've been on with you guys. It is double the length. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of funny. I uh, apparently like to talk a lot. <laughs> Your ability to carry on these radio conversations is what makes you special, Mike. That's what makes... Well, I, I wish it would teach me some brevity. <laughs> Maybe I could take that uh, back to my own podcast, uh, the Mike Seibert Radio Podcast, where I talk about stuff and things occasionally every week. I'm in the process of moving, uh, but post-move, um, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. I, I have some reevaluating I need to do, um, you know, with, uh, you know, with the cancellation of Emerald City Comic Con and Crackle Fest and a bunch of other stuff kind of in the wake of, you know, the, this, uh, the COVID-19 coronavirus outbreak. I've, I, I've dumped a lot of energy into a lot of stuff that ultimately didn't happen. And that's it, it feels kind of like um, like like building a sandcastle and then like the tide comes in and it just kind of erodes away. It's a weird, empty feeling I haven't really had to deal with before. So this is kind of new territory like I'm I'm used to spitting in the wind figuratively like, hey, mm-hmm. go uh, go to show buy this album you know, uh, buy this comic book, you know, and really kind of getting not a whole lot of return for it. But that's what I like about doing my shows, kind of like that aggressive promotion. But yeah, it's kind of it's kind of been a setback to my motivation a little bit. Right. So I got to I got to kind of take stock, maybe go back to basics a bit and kind of figure out what I want to do going forward. Well, I'm looking forward to whatever. I don't know if you'd call it a 2.0 or 3.0 because I feel like you've <laughs> reinvented yourself before as well. But yeah. it's good to step back, take stock, figure out what direction you want to move in, figure out what's uncomfortable, move past the discomfort, and that's where growth comes from. So uh, I'm awesome. excited for you, uh, whatever that means. I, I, does, does it possibly mean 24-7 Transformers podcast, all Transformers all the time, Mike Seibert Radio? <laughs> oh, maybe not. Maybe not. I mean, I I never say never, but there's a, there's a ton of great Transformers content creators that that do it better than I do. So I I'm just content to kind of be a fan on the sidelines and have conversations like this, and you know, kind of kind of dip my toe into it from time to time. But yeah, I don't I don't know if I can go whole hog. It's a it's a pretty crowded field. Yeah, it is, and trying to have a unique voice or a unique offering a value add is is difficult but i think you do it a lot of the stuff you've done in talking to other creators out there independent makers has been fun for me personally i don't want to keep you on too much longer i do have to say that this was your idea when as soon as you said it you texted me and and said you should do some hot takes put them out there i loved the idea doing it alone was going to be really lame so i appreciate your the idea number one and two the offer of getting together so we could uh have this back and forth with it it was fun man i appreciate your your time with it you're welcome yeah this this was a ton of fun it it was just something that just kind of sparked from um us saying well hey man they're doing the panel virtually uh wouldn't it be fun to talk about it so um because yeah i wouldn't necessarily have a home 
in the in the traditional mainline APDC feed. So yeah, I thought it would be fun just to do it as a bonus episode. This is this has been a ton of fun. Uh, folks can catch up with me at Mike Seibert Radio. That spelling is S E I B E R T. Uh, I am there on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. That's uh, that's where you can go to see some of the pictures of our ongoing uh, renovations, remodels, and ultimate move, <laughs> which is happening as we speak. Um, so yeah, so I, I need to dip so I can uh, yeah. you know refocus on where my packing is going, and hopefully the next time folks will hear from me on the internet, it'll be from my new place. So that'll be uh, so that'll be super exciting. Great plug. We'll get back to your real life version of this old house and we uh, we'll catch up later man thanks again all right have a good one man. bye thanks. everybody <laughs> bye 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 oh yeah and make good choices oh, and wash your sleep. hands you let me try that again and uh and wash your hands and make good choices